the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. I have your Joey life hack today. This is interesting. New research has proven that babies and adults, many times when they're fussy or in a bad mood, it's the same fix. So just like if a baby's crying, what does everyone say? Uh, does it need a diaper change? Is it hungry? Is it cold? Whatever. Is it tired? They say the same thing are with adults. So when you're in a bad mood, have you changed your diaper, right? <laughs> Do you need a bottle? Do you need to go potty? <laughs> yeah, but it says uh, when, when just like a baby is crying, when yeah, adults, hungry? the fix is often simple. Do you need food? Do you need water? Do you need sleep? Or do you need warmth? Yeah. It's all those things. Yeah, that makes sense. Normally, it's some, it's one of those things. Unless you're like stressed about work or no, something or no, finances. Just, yeah, it's a little different than a baby. Yeah, but you just need to be swaddled and get in bed. I mean, what's what's food, drink, and, you know, getting in bed going to hurt? It's not going to hurt at all, I right? What I would give to be swaddled. Oh, I if know. If someone could just come swaddle me. I know. Like, honestly, just <sighs> swaddle me up. Cocoon? I think that's what straight jackets are for adults. It's like, a, it's like an adult swaddle. Okay, I made a big-time decision yesterday. I felt so bad about it. I confessed to our friends. So last night, we went over to our friend's place, and they had a bunch of uh, other friends over, and it was a, it was a great time. And with our friends and their kids, our kids, like everyone I feel like has like two little kids. It was like everyone has the same amount of kids. All of our kids are around the same age. Everyone's running around. And naturally, in that environment, it was getting very toasty in their house. Okay? So, three-year-old needed a diaper change. Go over. I'm changing the diaper. And it was, it was down the hallway in their house. So, we're at our friend's house. I'm all alone. All you guys are in the kitchen, living room talking, eating, having a good time, whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm changing this diaper and I'm like, man, it's hot in this house. It's really warm. Now, is it because you're trying to wrestle a kid doing a diaper change? No, 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 no. You're by up the and way, down chasing kids around. I was in like jogger sweatpants and I was in just a long sleeve t-shirt. I was not in anything that I was not in a parka or a coat or a hoodie. And like I was appropriately dressed. So I get done. I'm realizing, man, it's kind of warm in this house. And I look up on the wall in the hallway, and I no, see a thermostat. And I see no, you didn't. And I see a thermostat. <laughs> and I look at the thermostat, and and it's one of those. Uh, you, we have them at our house. There are those like little thermostats with a screen on them, and like when you walk by, it pops. It's like a Nest one. It's the, just a little like you literally just scroll. Oh, it. You turn it. Yeah, sure. And I and I get up there, and it says I think it said seventy degrees at the time. Whatever. So it's just sitting there, and I just go. I look around. No one's there. <laughs> and I just, like, I, I just get take, away with Because I was, I was hot. And this is the very beginning. I'm like, oh we're my here. Gosh. We're going to be here for another two hours. So I just go, tick, tick, and I take it down. And then it tells you what the temperature is going to be. It was going to be like 69 or 68. I think I got it down to 68. And then it says cooling. It'll take a, an hour and 25 minutes to cool. <laughs> and then immediately I go, oh, an hour and 25 minutes? I'm going to cost them some money. This is crazy because... Later on, I don't know when you did that, but this was probably some point during the night. I remember somebody, man, it's cold in here. Because <laughs> I was hearing the it air. Was me. I was feeling and the air. You know how sometimes you change the thermostat and it takes a minute? No, I change, I literally go click, click, and I just hear, and, oh it, and there's a vent right above me in the hallway, <laughs> and the vent just starts cranking out you cold don't air. don't touch someone else's thermostat. So, that is so foul. I, I, so foul. I start blushing because I'm feeling bad because it, like, immediately the system kicks on. Felt comfortable the rest of the night, and then as we're leaving, I stand there. Our good friends, our hosts are standing right there at the door, 
and I, I, it was like vomit. It was like I had to. It's like you've been keeping the secret from someone. <laughs> and I just said, hey, guys. And like immediately the mood changed. And I just go, um, I touched your thermostat. And like it was it was a reaction. They like kind of laugh. And they're like, oh, OK, well, yeah. And I was like, and it took an hour and 25 minutes to cool. Oh, my gosh. So I touched another person's thermostat at our friend's house, and I do feel bad. So we all know what's worse between flipping on the ceiling fan or touching the thermostat. Yes, financially, it's worse to touch the thermostat because 100%. that's going to cost people money. I don't know if they had a th- feel, uh, ceiling fan, did they? I, don't, I actually don't know. But what actually looks worse I think when you flip on the ceiling fan, that that looks kind of because rude. everyone sees it. Because everyone see the fan sees going. it spinning. The air you can kind of get away with being discreet, but man, that is messed up. And I think what hurt the most is when I saw an hour and twenty five minutes to get it to the temperature. Like it told so it's just me, just pumping, and it cranked. And then to hear someone else say it's a little cold in I here, heard and I'm just, go, hey, it's cold in here. I was like, huh? I'm I, I, I kind of thought so too. I was like. Oh. And I felt so bad. Literally, it was like confessional. I had to confess. And I don't know. I'm still trying to gauge like how they they kind of laugh. But I'm like, that was probably nervous laughter. They're probably like, don't do that ever again, man. That's like rule number one at someone's house. You don't you don't mess with. We've talked about the lights before. Flipping on someone's lights or turning off lights is rude. And then touching their thermostat. Uh uh. So six, eight, seven, one, nine. Text us. Can you ever touch another person's thermostat? Please let us know. Please let us know. It's Joey and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. I actually love this guy getting super creative. So there's a man who lost his eye to cancer and he decided to make matters into his own hands and he turned his eye into a flashlight. So he had like a fake eye put on. How does he turn it (laughs) on? With a flashlight. You know, that's a really good question. I want to show you what it looks like, though, because I have a picture of it. He almost looks like the Terminator. Like, uh, is it the Terminator where he has, like, the red yeah, yeah, yeah. eye? Yeah, so he does that. Here, let me show you right here. See that guy? Oh, my <laughs> word. It's a red It's a I red know. flashlight. So he really does look he like puts, the Terminator. Yes, he puts a flashlight in his eye, but he has it uh, the ability to change colors and stuff. How cool Holy moly, is yeah. that? So it looks like it's, like, remote control or something like that. Yeah, he says it's called a skull lamp, I think, but it's got all sorts of capabilities. Do you know how nice that would be to just have a flashlight yeah. in your head like that? Yep. He says his nose and brow line completely shields his eye from the light. So it's not like yeah. blinding his yeah, other yeah. eye. And uh, then he says he can turn it on, turn it off. Look at him walking around in a dark room. Like, think about that. He could just walk. He could go for like a hike <laughs> in the middle of the night. That's amazing. 20 hours of functionality as a flashlight for his battery life. It's amazing. That's amazing. And then, you know what? And then, uh, next thing you know, like you could put a camera in there. And then you could, like, take pictures with your eye. <laughs> but I think the flashlight's pretty good. You can Way to film talk about- experiences. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Talk about making uh, lemonade out of lemons, man. Yeah, so cool. Also, I saw that there's a woman who won huge. She was at a slot machine, and she won a giant jackpot of over $43 million. Okay? $43 million? $43 million. It's huge. Right? Yeah. So this story's resurfacing. It happened a couple of years back, but $43 million she wins at a casino. And according to the casino she was at, they told her, and this was in Jamaica, they told her, oh, no, 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 honey, I'm sorry. That was a slot machine malfunction. So let me let me read to you. <laughs> I mean, it's at $43 million. Hang That's on a lot. Say, yeah, let me, let me read to you what she says. She says that her entire body went numb when she saw such a life-altering figure appear. Oh, yeah. I appear. can't imagine. I mean, that's, that's you're yeah. set for life. Your generations are set. She sees the number. She says it was the most euphoric feeling 
but was short-lived because an employee let her know you didn't win anything. Is what they told her. No, you didn't win anything. Malfunction. They said that uh, there was a malfunction, and the amount that she actually won was two dollars and twenty-five cents. <laughs> oh, that's like that's not even close. That's not like oh no, it wasn't forty-two million. It was forty-two thousand, <laughs> oh or forty-two hundred, or maybe even four hundred twenty thousand. No, it was two dollars. Two twenty-five. You know what? That's that's shady on the casino because you know what. If you accidentally bet too much, you can't look at the casino and be like, hey, I had a malfunction. I need my money sure. back. No, but they, exactly they have right. no problem being like, oh, no, that was a malfunction. You didn't get that. There was a settlement out of court. Who knows what she got? But they did offer her a steak dinner for her troubles. Oh, that's nice. So, Listen, so hey, you get two twenty-five. Yeah. That's two dollars and twenty-five cents. And you know and a what? Steak dinner. Uh, we can't do dessert, but we can do, <laughs> and we can't do drinks. But we can do steak and potatoes. There you go. This is my biggest fear of all time. I don't like flying, and I certainly uh, don't you, like when you things saw happen. One of those videos. This is terrible. So I haven't seen the video. However, I think there is footage that's been captured. Passengers were on a Russian commercial plane. Now it was a prop plane, but a commercial plane where a door came open mid-flight. Yeah. Sucked the hats off of people's heads. Luggage went flying. Thank goodness people were buckled. Yeah, because they would have flown out. So they actually had to uh, just basically deal with it until they could have an emergency deal. landing. But it was freezing. People, I mean, it was like freezing, freezing. So and a door just opened door up. Door just now you, up. you think that'll happen on like a big 747. You, you have that I fear all the time. I don't want to speak it into existence, especially because I have a flight coming up. But you're, but you're, you're, eyeing, you're eyeing the people in the exit row. Like, come on. Oh, we all yeah you gotta Don't judge kind of judge the people in the exit row because i'm like you're you, my life is in your hands i've i've been close to the exit row and i've seen the flight attendant give the whole spiel and i've seen the person like i swear to you have headphones on they're like yeah yeah i got it i'm like can you pay attention to the person please, <laughs> please. my life depends yeah. on it there's a little girl from the uk this is adorable she got a little doll from her parents and she named her doll take a listen what's your, your baby called what Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime? Yeah. Okay. Amazon. She named Amazon her baby Prime. doll Prime. Okay. Amazon Prime. Oh, I thought it was Emerson. No, no, no. Amazon Prime. So it's hard to tell with her cute little accent. You, I but want Amazon that accent. Prime. I want that accent. <laughs> I want to have one of those situations where I like hit my head really hard and then I come back as, you know, you have those where you come back like I've speaking a different stories. language. I want to come back and I want to have that accent. How cute was that? that was the mom. So cute. What's what's wrong, baby doll? And it's, what's it, your baby's Amazon name? Prime. And it, yeah. it just makes me laugh because you hear about little kids. Their first word is "Hey Google" or "Alexa." Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Our son. The world we live our in. son knows Alexa. Like he knows her. Like he She's he just assumes if he needs to know the weather or a timer or a reminder, he's like, "Yeah, you just yeah, talk the to your house." Needs to know the weather. I know, right? <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup where we try to help you out in your dating life. We have Paul with us. Uh, went out with Allison a couple of times, right? It's not just it's not just a first date. I think a few times. Okay. If I read the message right, I think he said they went out like more than two, more than three. I what think? is a few in your mind? Someone says a few, by Four. the way. Four. Four is a few. So I think four is several, right? Four. No, four is a few. Five is a bunch. Six is several. 
10 is just annoying. Right? <laughs> no one needs to go with anybody 10 but times. we can agree a couple is two, right? Yeah, a couple is yeah, two. Yeah. But growing up, I thought a couple meant like it could be three or four. And then someone's like, no, couple. Like a couple is two. Two. It's the whole right. thing like afternoon stuff. Like I used to think afternoon you could say at 11 o'clock. People are like, no, it's not afternoon. It's I'm afternoon. Like, yeah, <laughs> I got it. Whatever. Uh, let's talk to Paul right now. All right, man. Welcome to the show. So you have gone out with Allison a few times. Do you have a specific number you remember? I believe it's five. Oh, oh. that's several. We got to start from the top. No, I'm just <laughs> that's kidding. That's a bunch. All right, so five, five times oh, and you're not hearing that's back? That's solid. Five times, and now all of a sudden I'm not hearing back. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Dang, that's weird, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and how frequent was the communication with Allison normally? Like between date one and two and two and three? I mean, are you getting texts back immediately kind of thing? Pretty much, yeah. It was very a very easy flow communication. You know, we've been we've been texting. We've, we've you know done okay. all the stuff, all the okay, all the things. Yeah. Do you yeah, ask this? And now nothing. So all you've, of a sudden. you've gone out five times, which is a lot. I mean, that's typically yeah. a, a situation we don't have on this show. Do you do you think she's going? You haven't asked me to be your girlfriend. You haven't asked for any of those big questions, and so therefore I'm done. Oh, like she thinks yeah, you're like dragging your like feet, you're not committing. She feels like she's gone on five first dates instead of, mm. like, date five should feel different than date one. And she feels like if he's not going to ask me to be uh, his girlfriend, I'm not interested in anymore. I'm, I mean, I, 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 would, I would think that I would know that that's happening. Yeah. And why not say that? Do people still do that, and, though? Honest question. Like, do people still have that conversation and you say, like... Do you want to be my girlfriend or do you want to be my boyfriend? I feel like that's kind you of just old update, school. Update your Instagram. Or Maybe does that it just does it. naturally flow and it's just kind of an it's implied almost? That's what I that's what I was thinking. It would just be kind of you just kind of know what you don't. Right. But yeah. maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe so would you consider person, her your girlfriend? Know. Then is that something you would consider? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a upset. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I want to I want to see I'm what's going on here. I right, want well, answers, okay? That's where we come in. So Paul and his girlfriend that she doesn't know it's girlfriend, maybe it's his girlfriend, <laughs> not a girlfriend, we don't know. Uh let's do this, Paul. Let's play a song. Let's come back. Let's call Allison, all right, man? Okay. Okay, so Paul and Allison, um we're going to talk to Allison, get her side of things coming up next. Make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. I don't know if I'm more confused or less confused after talking with Paul. I'm a little more confused. Yeah. Uh, he said, just quick recap, they went on five dates so he can remember that he has counted. He said he would consider her his girlfriend, though they have not had that conversation. Uh, but since the last time they've seen each other, he's like, she has stopped contacting me. Clearly, there's got to be a reason why. I mean, that's why we do this. I'm telling you right now, if I had $20 to place a bet on this, I'm telling you, Allison thinks he's dragging his feet and he's not asking, like, important questions like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Are we exclusive? Are you, like, should we stop dating anybody else? Five mm. five dates. Five dates. And he's like, uh, it, yeah. I guess she's my girlfriend. Try to think if I would be in that boat. If I'd be kind of like, what are we? Like, what's happening? So I think that's, uh, yeah, it could absolutely be why. So we've got Allison's number. Let's talk to Allison. Hello? Hi, uh, Allison. Is this Allison? Uh, This is Allison. Who's this? Allison, hi. This is uh, Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hi, Allison. That's Lauren. I'm Joey. Hi. 
And um, do you know a man named Paul that apparently you've gone on a few dates with? Um, yeah. I like. I, were I, you about to say maybe? Really? Like, I feel like you were like, uh, okay. <laughs> well, it is kind of a random question. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this is kind of weird, Allison. We're calling you about Paul, obviously, but it's because Paul gave us your number. Paul has questions. Okay. He says, according to him, you've stopped contacting him. He claims y'all have gone out like five times, I think. I mean, he considers you kind of someone he's dating and he really likes you. And so he's like, hey, guys, could you call Allison and find out why she's not calling me back? Your phone died. We get it. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking to her right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so on our show, we try to connect the dots because he's frustrated. And right. here we are asking, what's the reason? Um, I, I, I don't think we're the best match. Yeah. So is yeah. this something you just like, sorry to pry, but like you've just discovered why you're not a good match. Cause you have gone out a while. Like, I don't know if you wanted us to share this, you but he said him. that he kind of considers you his girlfriend kind of. And so if it's gotten that far, is there something new that's, I don't know, bothered you or, <sighs> um, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound petty. When I say this, I just don't think that Paul um, has really put in a lot of effort mm-hmm. um, into dating me. I think he lacks a lot of effort. Um, to tell you the truth, he's worn the same outfit every single date. So, yeah, we went out like five times and he's worn the same outfit. Oh, five okay. Times. Um, so clearly. Same top, same bottom, nothing uh. different. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's showing up. Every single time, thing. every single time you have seen him with your own eyes, he has always yeah. been in the same exact outfit. Same outfit, same shoes, same belt, same everything. At first, I was like, "Do I say something?" Like he has to have a closet full of clothes. So you, you know, what if it's his only outfit? Like his only date outfit? How could that be your only date outfit? I mean, you can't think of other things to wear. Like it's not. I don't know. I mean, we've we've gone for coffee. We've gone for dinner. Like, you don't always have to wear the same thing. It's just weird. Are you talking, like, full-blown, like, shirt and everything? Or is he wearing a jacket? Because I know some people, they wear the same jacket a lot, which is way more acceptable. I mean, I wear the same jacket, like, every day. Or is this not jacket situation? This is, like, full-blown? No, this is is full-blown. This is full-blown, same pants, same belt. Thank what if, you. okay, what Thank if he's you. like, um, what if he buys what if, multiple? What if, yeah, I was going to say, like, I wear the same three pair of jeans, they're the same color, same style, same cut. And so if now that's jeans, I'll normally switch up the top, but maybe, maybe it's a, it's such a good, or maybe it's his work outfit. Does it have a name tag? <laughs> it's got a name tag. <laughs> it says Paul no, on it. No, it's definitely not his okay. work outfit. Right, well, I just think that he can't find anything else. Like, gosh, there's no Allison. variety, and that kind of scares me. I mean, so like, you, how do you not have variety in your, in your, like, in your rotation, like your clothes sure. rotation? Like, now, you're taking me out. It's it's odd. So I'm gonna think like, do you shower? Do oh, you wash yeah, he, your clothes? No, like, I think it just strikes me. Okay, so Allison, okay. I, I'm I'm gonna say it now because you've said it. I do think this is petty. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying you already said it. So don't get mad at me. I feel I, it. you're gonna get roasted by uh, by the text line. I think because a lot of people are gonna be like, what the heck? But well, Allison, I'd like to hear from Paul. Paul. Yeah, let's hear from Paul, who's actually on the other line. Paul, do you have? Is this the same outfit? What's going on? This is my this is my outfit. This is my best outfit. I wear my best for her. It's my Whoa. A1 Wait, are you wearing outfit. it right now? Are you wearing it right now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Oh so God. this Look. is this is your go-to? Look. 
I have, okay, and it's not, I have the outfit she's talking about. I have three pairs of those pants. Okay. I like those pants. All right, so it might not be. Tastes like Joey. But, you know. And and we go out on we we went out a lot on Thursday and I think like three of the days were Thursdays and that's my Thursday outfit. <laughs> oh, so shut I, up! You're so you wear day of the week uh, outfit. Like I don't understand. And you couldn't think to just change it up like a different sweater, a different jacket. Like you just thought I don't know wearing the what? same thing was going to be a turn on for me. I don't understand. I didn't. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't even think about it. I didn't. That's my. I mean, that's my go-to this is outfit. A outfit. Like, it's your James what Bond. Look. Uh, Put on my okay. best thing. Yeah. That's it. For huh. you. It's, it's your. It, for uh, you. It's huh. a. Allison. Not only is he defending it, uh. he's actually saying. I'm giving you my best. I'm not putting on some ratty yeah. Tommy Hilfiger okay, shirt or something on. like that. Allison, would you agree that once you're dating someone, you kind of want some vulnerability and some normalcy. You don't have to put on a show or put on your A A plus plus thing all the time. Right? Like you want him to kind of be himself? That's what I would want. A hundred percent. I want you to be yourself. I mean, that's what any woman wants when she's dating somebody, but I just feel like to have a lack of variety in your clothing just kind of makes me feel like hmm. you're boring a little bit. Whoa. I'm sorry. Whoa. I know. Whoa. I know that does wow. maybe sound petty, but it's how I feel. It's really how I okay. feel. Well, Paul, I don't. It doesn't sound like you're willing to budge either. So maybe you guys aren't destined to be. I mean, sorry. I just, yeah, this is crazy. Paul, let me tell you this: if it's anybody has, crazy. if anybody has followed me on social media or the show on social media. If I do an event or we have to do anything, I wear a pink button-up shirt. I've been wearing it for 10 years, man. So I understand. And uh, any nice dinner, anniversary, wow. event, I have a pink shirt that I look flawless in. And so Thank pa- you. You and I are the— Look we're good, feel the, good, We sit there and we go, if we look flawless, you can't mess with it. We're James Bond, oh man. Oh, my god, You got to wear the bow tie tucks. So Allison. we go out, we should go out. You know what? <laughs> Paul, Joey, come on. Oh yes. Paul, you show up in your A outfit. I'll like, wear my A outfit. And the ladies will be drooling. Oh it's Joey God. and Lauren. Wow. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren on a Would You Rather Wednesday. We answer your Would You Rather questions. Uh, we do it every week. You can text them in to 68719. What do we got this week? This text says, would you rather always... <laughs> always be honest or never be honest. So this must be like you always have to tell yeah, the no truth. Matter what. No matter what. Or you have to lie about everything. I mean, there's going to be moments that it's going to suck where you have to be totally honest. It's going to suck on both sides. It's going to hurt feelings. Oh, 100%. But can you choose your lie? Can you always choose to like lie, but it's a it's a benefit to that person? Yeah, or I don't ben- know. Yeah, I, I think you've got to go honesty, but... Be ready. You're going to hurt some relationships. Or you just need to become a better person and not have ill feelings about people. And what type of honesty are we talking? Is this just like say anything off the cuff, off the top of your head? That anything you're thinking about or feeling, you just say it? Or is it you're only honest once you're asked? I think it's got to be you're only honest when, you, when you're asked. Okay, because if you're like mingling with someone at like a, yeah. a party and they're... You just kind of think they're lame and, like, and you want to get out of this conversation. You don't have to like yell like, you're lame. Or like, I wish we could end this conversation. Yeah, you're no, boring I think, me. I think it's more like when you get grilled on a question, you sure. have to be honest. I think I'll choose honesty. I'd like to think that I am mostly an honest person. So this wouldn't change my life too drastically. 
Hopefully. Yeah. Just don't ask me questions that you don't want to see here, the honest answer to. Yeah, and maybe that's your disclaimer. <laughs> you, you say, hey, I did a Would You Rather Wednesday. I have to be honest. So please be careful in questions you ask if you don't want to know the answer. This text says, would you rather go cliff diving or skydiving? You've been skydiving. I have done neither of these things. And I choose... Can I choose nothing? I would I rather, I would rather choose skydiving 100%. Oh. Cliff diving to me feels 10 times scarier cliff than diving. skydiving. Cliff diving, do you jump off and you have a parachute or is this like bungee? No, it's, well, your choice. I mean, oh you could either jump and then you have to pull your own parachute. Let's say bungee jumping because oh I feel like bungee gosh. jumping, like cliff jumping with a parachute, you have to be pretty experienced. Bungee jumping, we could go today if we wanted to. I mean, we'd have a guide or something. Okay. I feel like I, this is the worst question I've ever been asked in my whole life because I never want to do oh, either of these the things. <laughs> I'd probably say if I had to choose bungee jumping just for the pure no fact that no I'm way. not as far you up in the sky. You have to jump yourself with bungee jumping. Skydiving, when you go with someone, you kind of get thrown out of the plane. Yeah, your tandem, and they they deal yeah. with it. They now do I it, will but. never go skydiving again. And anytime I say that, people think it's because I'm scared. No, it's because it worked out. When you go, you survive. When, when you do something as risky or as dangerous as skydiving, and it, you land perfectly, why do it a second time? Everything worked out great. You've done it. Bucket list. And then you're just playing with fire. Just yeah. you've, you've done it yeah. once. I I actually agree. The bungee jump. I'd like to know what is the odds or the percentage of survival like what's the survival rate if a bungee jumping accident goes wrong versus skydiving because I'm pretty sure skydiving something goes wrong it goes wrong and there's nothing you can do yeah is there a more survival rate on bungee jumping it depends if you're over water then absolutely yes but if you're over land no I would say no I'm still gonna go bungee I hate this my palm literally my palms are sweaty just talking about it no you see that cord they're like yeah it's pretty sturdy you know no thanks (laughs) this text says would you rather always be freezing no matter how many layers you put on, or you're always hot and sweaty, no matter how many layers you take off. So you got to go naked eventually, but that but you're won't still even hot help. and yeah. sweaty constantly. Ah, uh, what do I? It's so funny. It depends on the time of year you ask me. Middle of summer, I'd be like, oh, cold. Middle of winter, oh, hot. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go cold though. I think I'll go cold because the sweaty and gets stinky. And yeah. I don't want that. It's sticky. But I feel like if I could stand in front of a fan, it would be less miserable. Right? Because then I'm at least having a breeze to help me with my sweating. Or a cold sweating. drink. Yeah. But a warm drink. I huh. mean, hot cocoa, coffee, Shoot. hot tea, whatever. Yeah. I don't. I, I think I'm going to go hot. I'll go hot and sweaty as wow, much as I luck. hate that. Have fun. You're going to smell bad. <laughs> You're going to stank. No, thank you. The, the freezing. I hate being like chilled to the bone. Yeah, I, just I mean, get warm. I, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll I'll wear 18 coats. Yeah, maybe I'm still cold, but I love those hand warmers too. Those things are the best. Have you tried the toe warmers? Yes, I have. That actually, I've, t- I've tried them that stick to your socks. Yeah. Unbelievable. The invention. I know. Have. Who who needs self driving cars when we got those? Those are your would you rather questions. Joey and Lauren. Listen, I love pizza. But I was still surprised at how much pizza we eat in America. I have some, uh, I wanted to think of something catchy to say. I have some pizza. Pizza news. Yeah, pizza. I wanted it to be with a P. Oh, pizza. Yeah, oh, I couldn't shoot. Think of it. I have some pizza points. Yeah, something like that. That sounds <laughs> oh, like a pizza rewards points. Yeah, you remember system. the, was it Pizza Hut that did the old like reading for pizza? Oh, I don't remember. You don't remember the no. reading, the bookmarks, the Pizza Hut bookmarks? No. So you'd get like. What? 
You don't remember the reading? No. Google Pizza Hut reading uh, program. You, you remember that? Where you'd, like, as a kid, I swear to you, you'd sit in elementary school, your teacher would hand out all these Pizza Hut things. The Pizza Hut book it? The book it. That's what it was. You don't remember this as a kid? Uh, they still do it. They still offer no Camp way. Book It to all families no from June to August in our homeschool program to homeschool families October through March. Oh, it's a uh, homeschool no, no, thing? No, it's not no. a public school it's thing anymore? and our homeschool program, so oh, okay. it's both. All right, so I like that. Inclusive, right? But you don't remember doing the Pizza Hut book it thing? Wow, since 1984. Nope. Don't it's remember. A big deal, yeah. And you got a person. I don't even know what the what the goal was. I never did it because I'm lazy. But my friends <laughs> did it. My, and you had to read so many books. It's all honor system too, by the way, because I think it went yeah. through your parents, there not the teacher. A local library where my dad lived, and when I would go visit him in the summer, they would want me to take part in like this reading program to get like tickets to the theme park that they had there yeah. locally. And um, I would always be like, yeah, 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 I read, yeah, 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 I read. And now I feel bad about it now. Grow, grown up, I'm like, oh, I totally lied. I did, didn't even finish my reading. Growing up, did you have the parents that would fudge numbers on, like, reading programs and stuff? or no. Or driver's permit? Like, you uh, know how parents are like, oh, yeah, you drove, like, three hours, no, even though it's, like, an hour. I never took driver's ed. I walked into the DMV at 17 years old and just gra- got my license. That I never took any training. so much. <laughs> so much. You never took driver's ed? Not one glass. My, no, so, my parents couldn't afford it. Yeah, I, I, I understand it's, that. That's expensive. fine. That's fine. But if you never took driver's ed, how did you learn how to drive? Google? Well, I studied. I studied the local like laws and manual and everything. You studied the local laws. Well, they and... give you. They give you like the local oh, okay. handbook on dr- driver's manual or whatever, right? So did Is you that buy that? The at, written test. Did you buy that at the store? No, you can look at it online. I think. Okay. All right. So you 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 just basically studied for a test. I mean, I drove. Like my mom would like I'd get in her car and I'd drive around in kind of some back roads like pre. What? I'm just. What's the difference from that or driver's no, ed? I, because driver's ed is like there's a teacher and like it's not just my You're mom. You're telling me, hang on. You are telling me that your parents never let you sit behind the wheel of a car and no. drive a vehicle before no. you got your license? No, they made me go to driver's ed. My parents, my parents That's are crazy. the crazy. I drove with my one of my best girlfriends. She had gotten her license before me, and I would drive her dad's car around in like parking lots and stuff. She taught me how to park. Okay. All right. That's a way to do it. Shout Listen, out I'm Carissa. Not, she taught me how to park. I'm not saying you have to go to driver's ed. I'm just, you make it sound like you walked in one day, you said, I think I'm old enough to do this thing. And then you got in the big metal thing and Where started driving. Where I lived, they said, once you turn 17, you can get your driver's ed. So, so I literally walked in. Yes, of course. I had a written test and a driver's test. How long did you have to study for that? Because I feel like driver's ed helps you so much. I didn't study that long and I passed on my first Okay, my wow. first try. All right. So um, Shame on me for thinking everyone did you. driver's ed. You and your pizza points. Yeah. I, I'm still better because my parents, were <laughs> they were too honest, so they never let me lie about the pizza book it thing. Uh, how many pizzas do you think Americans eat every year? How many? Oh, full pizza full? for one American? Yeah. How many, uh, how many Americans eat blank pizzas per year? How many? Gosh, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 10 pizzas per year, 10 pizzas a year. Yeah, because I'm thinking I don't eat a full pizza every time we get pizza. I eat a couple slices. So if we're adding up all the times, yeah, I'm going to say maybe 10 to 12, 12 pizzas a year. Americans eat 40 pizzas a year. (laughs) That math doesn't add up to me either. I'll be honest. When I read that 40, Americans eat 40 pizzas a year, 40 pizzas per year, 52 weeks in a year. You're literally almost eating an entire large pizza per year. 
Yeah, that, or I, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't add up though in my brain. I don't eat a pizza a week. But have you ever just gone like crate pizza crazy where you go like yeah. six slices? If I'm hungry yeah. and, and it's warm, if I'm hungry and it's warm and people are watching me, I can eat a large pizza. There's been a few times where I'm like, I have no idea how many slices. Yeah, you got to stop counting. I've lost yeah, count. Because uh, eight eight slices are normally in a large pizza. Right. One hundred percent. There have been times I've gone to someone's house and I may not like start with that one pizza and eat all around the circle. But by the end of the night, I'm like, oh, I had eight pieces. And then you go, wow, I ate a large pizza. Yeah, I could totally eat a large pizza. I'm you not could, going okay, to. Okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to get two large pizzas in the sh- on the show, <laughs> and we're going to see if we can eat it. Like, do you think you need the four hours of the show to get it done? Uh, no, I don't need okay. four hours. Uh, by the way, the top countries that consume the most pizza, Norway is one, USA oh, really? is two, the UK is three, Germany is four. What are we doing? Italy is five. Wow. How is Italy not number wow. one? They're even looking at Norway and America and like, what are you guys doing? I, thought, that I thought it was going to be Italy or the U.S. Yeah, I thought one. we'd be. Wow. We're number two. Norway. Shout out to Norway. You know, next time I want well, to make a nice like booking travel, I'm going to be like, let's go to Norway, the home of the pizza. <laughs> Good for you. It's Joey and Lauren. Fix my life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is fix my life when you have a problem. And you need fixing? That sounds like a slogan. When you have a problem and you need fixing, call Joey and Lauren. <laughs> Fix my life. Okay, so I love um, it. That's a great she- jingle. Shelly is with us. So Shelly has a boyfriend, uh, but now there's kind of a tangled web involving an animal, involving an ex, and she's like, "If I say this out loud, am I the biggest jerk on planet Earth? I need help with this." So Shelly joining us now on Fix My Life. Okay, so you said in your message. You feel like a total jerk if you bring it up, but you're also like, I don't want to be in a relationship where this annoys me. What's going on? Hey, um, yeah. So my boyfriend and I have been dating a while, and um, before I entered the picture, um, when he was dating his ex, they adopted a dog. Okay. And now they're sharing custody of this dog. Okay. Like... The dog will spend, you know, a week at his place and then a week over at her place. And, you know, they have doggy dates during the week that they don't have custody and stuff. And, you know, it, it, it didn't bother me when we were dating. I'm like, you know what, he loves his dog and that's fine. Um, but now, you know, we're starting to talk about me moving in and things are getting more serious. And like the other day, she, he says, oh, she's going to come over and, and play with the dog. And I'm like, no. While you're there? No, okay, your ex. While I'm there, yes. Oh, wow, that's like, weird. Like, his ex is just going to come over and hang out with the dog while I'm there. And I'm like, wow. And this I, is I imagine it's still, when I it move still in, probably bothers yeah, you no, even when you're know. not there, right? Like, it, does that bother you regardless? I mean, it didn't, but now that I'm going, to, we're going to be living together, that's going to be my house, too. Yeah, that's and strange. No, I'm not comfortable with his ex coming in. Yeah, and I, I think playing with the dog. That's that's where there's a weird line, Shelley. Okay, so you go. All right, they have a dog together. They're trying to do the responsible thing. They're trying to say, hey, you know, I love the dog. Obviously, your boyfriend's ex loves the dog too. I understand the week on, week off. As weird as it sounds, I mean, people, people do that with do kids. It. I know. Yes. I have friends who yes. do that with their pets, where they kind of split time with the dog. We have a coworker that does this and does it magnificently, and it's a total thing that they do. But. Yeah. The let me come over and play with the dog while you're there. So literally you're in a living room and there's your boyfriend and there's your boyfriend's ex 
and there's this dog, and you're like, what is going on right well, now? Well, I mean, here's the thing. They must be on good terms if they're willing Clearly. to do that, and she's coming over, or he's going over there. But I can see how that would kind of not sit well with you. But what, what do you say? Right? Hey, honey. You uh, sound like a jerk. Hey, yeah. honey, could you just get rid of the dog and have only your ex have it, or vice versa? Like, that feels a little, like, not your place. But also, you're exactly right. right. If you're living there... And you don't want her over all the right. time. There's just got to be some boundaries of some some sort. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a total jerk, but you know what? It's my house. It's going to be my home, yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, man. So, you know, I mean, how would he feel if my ex was coming over? That's great, what you should point. ask him. You should great ask point. him that. And at least it's a dog and not a goldfish. Like, I was thinking, I mean, this could this could get weird, right? <laughs> what if it was, like, some fish and she's like, I want to see the goldfish. Then that I'd be like, hamster. something. Yeah. I think a dog is the line. Dog or cat is the yeah. line where it's normal. If this was any, if this was a hamster and the ex goes, I want to go see the hamster, then I'd be like, something fishy's going on. Get out of the relationship. Also, let's establish it on the other yeah. end. If this was a child, you couldn't say anything about it. You can't no, be like, no, you can't play with your kids. Not. But a dog is like, to me, right, it's on it's, the line. It's a dog. It's I, a dog. I, I know, it's not also, a child. Yeah, but yeah. it's his child. But I mean, honestly, he may feel that way, he and his ex. But there is a line where you're like, okay, how long is this going to go on? Buy a dog for the ex. What about that? <laughs> Buy a new dog no, for the I'm ex. Not buying his, I'm not buying his ex presents. Uh, no. Fine, fine, fine. I think there's a compromise. You tell him without sounding like a crazy person, tell him it kind of bothers you that she comes over a lot and just say, hey, why don't we set some more boundaries? Like, as I start to become more of a fixture in this house and I'm going to be here more, what if we set up like designated times where it's like pick up, drop off, but none of these like pop ins to play with the dog because that's your space and his yeah. space. But. That's that's what I would do. Yeah. Okay, so let's do mm-hmm. this. Shelly, we're going to have people text in. We have a coworker that I know has a shared dog situation with an ex. Um, if she's in the office, we're just going to pull her in if we can find her. But uh, text us, 68719. Have you been in a situation like this where your ex has a shared pet? Or sorry, your current boyfriend has a shared pet with an ex, but that person wants to come over and play with the dog, and you're like, this is weird. Um, text us 68719. We'll read your answers coming up. Shelly, we'll get some answers for you, all right? Thank you. You bet. It's coming up. Joey and Lauren. Fix My Life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life. So Shelly joined us, and uh, she is dating a guy. It's getting pretty serious. But she goes, the one hiccup is my boyfriend has a dog that he shares with his ex because when him and his ex were together, they got a dog together, and they both love the dog. So she's like, yeah, they share custody. And so literally it's like one week he has it, the other week she does. And he goes, that's fine and all, but she says literally the ex will come over to play with the dog while I'm there. That's kind of weird. knock, knock, ex-girlfriend, I want to play with Scruffles or whatever the dog's name is. And she has to sit there for it. She's like, if I say something, I'm going to be labeled as the dog hater or something. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to tell them that I don't like it or I'm uncomfortable because of that reason. And, you know, it's funny how this is a thing and it is becoming more and more of a thing where people are now sharing dogs, sharing custody of cats. And and I say share custody with air quotes because a lot of times there's not actual custody involved, but they have this agreement, right? This kind of unspoken agreement. This is our dog. Where it's different is you have a dog already. You're single. You get a dog then you're in a relationship, that dog bonds to that person, you get bro- you break up, that dog is still your dog, right? Yeah. But this is he and his ex got this dog together. So a lot of texts on people who are experiencing the same thing, 68719. This text says, 
My ex-wife and I share a dog, and we often stop by each other's houses to visit the dog, and it's always been something we've done since the divorce. Okay. See, I mean, yeah, think about it. I, you never think about this with divorces. Good question. Does a divorce attorney, can they chime in? Does a dog get put into that agreement? It's got to, right? absolutely certain. If a treadmill does, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's got to be. Wow, that's got to be Absolutely, and you just got to work something out. I don't know yeah. how. Like, I don't know what the legality of it is. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, this one says, my ex and I also share an animal. We have a cat together, and my current boyfriend is totally cool with the relationship. Wow, I, I got to tell you, people have more patience than I do. I am Team Shelly, where I'm like, this is weird. We got to yeah. figure something out. Uh, this one says, Shelly needs to establish with the ex that she can take the dog on play dates, but doesn't need to come to the house to play with the dog. Right. Big difference there. Now, I do you agree. think she'd be uncomfortable if he's like, okay, Shelly, I'll be back. I'm going to go do a little play date with Sarah or whoever yeah. his ex was. I don't think that that's cool either. That's weird. If my boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever looked at me and said, I'm going to go hang out with my ex so we can play with the dog together, no way, red yeah. flag. And there's a lot of red flags popping up on the text line. People are saying kind of the same thing. They're saying, let her have her alone time with the yeah. dog if that's what she needs, but it doesn't have to be like this intermixed situation. So we have a coworker that does this, uh, and she She's been doing it for, I don't know, probably a year or so, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? We mm-hmm. texted her, asked if she's in the office. I haven't seen her. She has not responded. But I can speak for her because that's a smart <laughs> oh, oh, idea to do to thousands of people. <laughs> but I will say she talks about it all the time and she says it works out great because they have a really good post-breakup relationship. But she also said it's something that she's had to establish with, like, new love interests. She's basically had to say, hey, this mm. is a thing. Like, this is my dog. My dog is shared with my ex. You have to be cool with him being a part of that right. dog's life. And you know? then it does get weird when you're serious with someone else and then that person either is going to have to just deal with it or you make adjustments. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. We haven't asked the dog's opinion. Someone gets scruffles <laughs> on the phone line and two barks mean he wants to break up from everybody. One bark means he no, wants to keep it going. It. You can mean he gets snuggles in two different kind of comfy situations. Dog's like, this is great. I got Twice one dad and two moms. Yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> 68719, keep texting us. It's Joey and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Now, I don't want to go down this route. We've done this too many times. It's been empty promises. It's been false hope for anybody that is listening to this right now. And is a balding man like me. A balding young man. A man that shouldn't be balding yet, but is balding. It just happens. I am pretty much bald. I would say that at this point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You, you, know? you embrace it, though. Yeah, and listen, yeah, yeah. I'm not try- trying to change who you are. I just have some valuable information that might give you some more but insight on the we've bald done community. This. Every time, this is this is Lauren on the show, new research showing we're going to cure baldness. And then what happens? <laughs> not, I, I don't go to the store and I don't see it. I don't, I don't go to the... You know, the Walmart or whatever. I don't walk down an aisle and it says, here's your bald cure. Like, I, I still see the Rogaine. I still see the stuff that everyone's been doing for years. I wonder if I get really weird things pushed towards me, like uh, different news outlets or information or ads based on this because I am around you they so much. They know you're suffering with a bald man. I, I get it. I yeah. must because this is actually new research from scientists that just came out. And I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I'm a little confused on how it works. So let me just read you the headline. Because remember when we did that thing about they took like a gene from a mouse and they did it on, or they did this thing on mice. something with rats. Yeah. And it's like, oh, if you ingest this rat DNA, you'll have hair again. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to do that. So this has to do with genes from our ancestors. 
So it's very, very interesting. Let me read you the headline, okay? okay? The headline says, Scientists discover new cure for baldness as they investigate possible caveman genes. Oh, perfect. Okay, got it. Because they were hairy, <laughs> if you've seen those old Geico commercials. They claim that they found a cure for baldness because they discovered this caveman gene, is what they're calling it. I guess it caused our ancestors to grow hair, and now they have found, I don't know how you find a gene, but they have discovered a gene and now they've been able to get this going, and they're going to put it in like a pill form where people can take so you this take caveman, caveman pill. Got it. And Basically, then a month from now, hair is everywhere, and I'm going fire stick <laughs> ball. So they say over time, evolution has caused people to have these genes disabled. So your all sure. things happen, right? Which like I, the hair actually, goes away. To be honest, I could, totally, I could totally believe that. I could totally believe that because if you think of cavemen, right, they're covered in hair. We get that, right? Whatever, right? right. Yeah, exactly. But this is cool because they said this is a crazy breakthrough. This is going to lead to ways for people like you to regrow hair, your balding, but also people who suffer from alopecia or, thing, or people who yeah, lost their it. hair from chemotherapy. I think it's great. Right. I don't want to be the first one to try it. <laughs> I, I'll let this bad boy go out for a whole year. Like, that's the thing. Who's the first person that's signing up for caveman pills? That basically Honestly, is like, oh, true. yeah, I know it looks like Tylenol, but it's actually genes from cavemen, and it's going to help you get your hair back. They've got to test that on something first, right? Or they probably just have a research study where you volunteer. You sign up for it, you get paid. You get paid. They do that all the time for different drugs. Yeah, here's 200 bucks and a Chili's gift card and go grow hair like a caveman. They took genetic codes from 62 different animals and then compared to find out why, like, other genes have gone away. Yeah. So this is, like, apes and gorillas and different types of gene codes that they're testing to make into this caveman situation. How much is too much, though? Because if I start getting, like, you ever see people with, like, really dark, long hair on their knuckles or, like, right here on the top of their mm-hmm. fingers? Oh, yeah. Like, what if what if it just goes nuts? And so you get it, like, hair comes back on my head, but then it's, like, All over I your just, body. I mean, I've got a carpet on my chest. Could happen. What's, Austin what's the Powers trade-off? Style. Okay, let me ask you this. Would you rather be with a man that's got amazing, beautiful hair, but they grow body hair like you wouldn't believe? Like, but what type of body hair? Like, all over? Like, like Austin you're Powers. Just, okay. But you can shave it. You yeah. can handle it. You can shave it. You can yeah. wax it. You can do whatever you need. Eh, it seems like a lot of work. Okay, so you'd rather have a balding yeah. man but have normal body bald hair. Bald is beautiful. And I will say this day and age, bald is widely more accepted than it used to be. Like, it always used to be such a joke, like, Oh, he's bald. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but now I feel like some of the sexiest men on planet Earth are the bald. The Rock. The Rock. We've never. The Rock. Now he shaves his head, but you know why he probably shaves his head? Because I guarantee you, The Rock has lost a lot of his hair. Oh, absolutely. Like The Rock is a balding sh- man. He won't I'm let sure. you know it. I'm sure right? of it. I'm sure of it. That's kind of how it starts normally. Because yeah. You got the Rock. You got Vin Diesel. I mean, you got a lot of people. Yeah. Who don't have hair and Jason they look great. Jason Statham, exactly. But All right. if you want to try the caveman pill. Do your thing. Coming to a drugstore near you. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning. I get it. Feed me to the wolves, America. Feed me to the wolves. Yesterday, last night, we're at a friend's house. They had a little shindig. Uh, there's a ton of kids running around. It's We're all just, it's hot. It got very hot in their house. I was out down the hallway. No one was there. No one else was there. It was like my little escape from the party. And on the wall... I saw their thermostat. We've known these people for many years. We're good friends. We're good friends with everybody there. And I decided to go and I clicked it down. I clicked it down two degrees originally. Then I just went one degree. Um, the air immediately kicked on. 
it said on their little thermostat, it said an hour and 25 minutes till it will get to that temperature. <laughs> so I knew it was going to work overtime. And uh, then Lauren heard someone go, man, it's cold in here. Yeah, I heard somebody. I didn't even know that you had touched the thermostat, yeah. but it was like later in the night. I heard someone go, man, I'm kind of cold. No, so it's a little chilly. I kid you not. We are at the door saying goodbye like you do with friends. And I stopped and I said, I do have a confession. And I told them I did mess with their thermostat. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The earlier texts uh, r- that were rolling in were more like, don't touch someone's thermostat. That's totally foul. Got it. But as they keep rolling in, I'm actually shocked at the people that are on your side. Okay, I, I A really, lot more than I thought. I thought people would want me canceled. Like I was going to be the next person that got canceled because I'm touching thermostats. So this texter, they said, turning the thermostat down is not rude. I want my guests to be comfortable. I'm with Joey on this one. Plus a few hours of AC isn't going to make a measurable difference. But uh, that person says, I want my guest. I was the guest. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't me hosting. Right, but they're saying, I. They, what they're saying is, hey, if my guests are uncomfortable, Got it. please touch the thermostat. I was. I was a little toasty. I just think the look of it feels rude. It's the look of it more than even saying it. Just seeing if somebody could see you. I, none, none of us saw you, but if someone could see you, like, oh. touching it, I feel like that's a little rude. There's a it's reason I was looking around like I was about to break <laughs> in. Like, it was, it felt like I was committing a crime. I literally stood up. I even let our three-year-old walk out of the hallway because I didn't want him to see. I didn't want, you know, our, our son to be raised with these terrible standards. So I looked around and I grabbed it and I just went and just turned it one degree. This texture says, why wouldn't you just say, hey, guys, I'm dying hot in here. Can we turn the heat down a pinch? They would probably say, sure, and it would be over and everyone's happy. Yeah, I feel like that's more rude. You think so? You think it's more rude to go into a room full of people and say, hey, guys, I'm a little hot. I can't deny can that. Can turn it down? If someone goes, hey, did someone touch my thermostat? I can be like, I don't know. <laughs> but I can't. If you go, if I make an announcement, then I feel like I'm just telling them right to their face I'm uncomfortable. This is what I would have done. If I were you in this situation, I don't think I would have had the guts to touch the thermostat because I'm like, that's rude. They probably have it set for that degree for a reason. Um, instead, I would just maybe make a comment loud enough so, so multiple people could hear it. I'd probably just go, oh, man, I'm kind of warm. And maybe I would, like, fan myself with my hand. Okay. And then that should that should spark the idea in the homeowner's no, that's, head that's to be like, beating you know around what? the they're bush. Or that's beating around the bush. Here's what I'm going to do. I am literally, I am on Venmo right now. I'm going to, how much do you think I should Venmo on? Oh, my no, gosh. No, I am, I am. Look, uh, the, my Venmo app is, I'm showing you right now. It's open <laughs> to my friend. Two bucks? Sure, $2. $2. Sorry for touching, touching <laughs> oh your God. thermostat. There, I pay. Draw from my account. Yep, paying $2. Wow. Probably the, the digital fees on that are going to be more expensive than it is. Boom, there it is. I just paid my buddy $2, and I say sorry for touching your there thermostat. It is. There it is. Okay? Now, now I have a clear close. conscience. A total um, clear conscience. This person says, I don't mind when people touch my thermostat, I, especially my friends. I want them to be comfortable. This one says, don't you ever, 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 ever touch someone's thermostat. That's so rude. Uh, never touch someone's thermostat. If it's hot or cold, just make the comment to them. They probably have it set to the temperature. Would they you rather a hear a comment? Would you rather hear a comment that says it's a little warm I would. If it were in my house. Think about this. This is what we should have asked you. Your house. A guest walks over to your thermostat and starts touching it. Does that bother you? I am such a good host that I... uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Here we go. I am an aware host, and I would say... Oh, oh, so now your friends aren't unaware. No, 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 Mm. no, 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 no. Everything was very busy, but I think I would have said, hey, I'm a little... Is anybody a little toasty? 
I think asking about the temperature, that's party hosting 101. You got every, every, oh, I would say every 40. But if they're not toasty, why would they ask it? Who You were toasty. Were you not toasty? Not really. Oh, now you're going to say you're not really. Now you're going to backtrack because if they're listening. Okay, no, no, let me tell you. I was wearing a sweater, so I thought it was just me. If you are hosting a party, every 45 minutes you need to ask your guests, how's how's the temperature treating everybody? No, you don't. Yeah, maybe that's because, you know, I was a host at Applebee's once. I know about good customer service. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. (laughs) This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.